Hello, hello, and happy Thursday. We're going to do a replay today of episode 52, The Mandela Effect. What is the Mandela Effect? I can't remember. Or do I remember and it's a false memory? Well, I don't know. But why don't you listen to the episode and find out? Have a great day. So my whole life, try not to frown. Don't let this world turn you around. You're not alone in when you cry. Virtually, I'll be by your side. Hello, 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 and welcome to this episode of Alika Hope and Change. I'm your host, Alika Hope. And I am her brother, Emil, aka Change. Woo woo! How you doing, Change? How has your Look, week been? Mm-hmm. Alika, yeah. my week has been phenomenal. I'm working on uh, writing uh, a writing project that is going mm. uh, spectacularly well as I um, prepare a workbook for my first a workbook to accompany my first book, Start With a Sparkle. And I'm also taking the time to go back over some of the typos and some of the things that were that needed a bit of a touch up from the first printing. So I'm going into a reprint of that book with a few touch ups, a few line edits, as they say in the business. Mm -hmm. And I will be doing an audio book once I get those two finished so that I can have the trifecta of you can listen to it, read it and then do it. Okay, so this is what I want you to do. Yes. I want you to say in your best audiobook voice, you can listen to it, read it, and do it. I want you to say it in an audiobook voice. Go. You can listen to it, read it, or do it. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Only $19.99. You can buy the audiobook. I think that was a great audio voice. Way to go, E. That was nice. We that got is this. it. And I am so looking forward to getting this um, off my plate in the best way. It's not work. It's joy. But um, I need to get it out to the world because the workbook is fire. And when I work on it, I'm like, man, a lot of people over the years have asked me, you know, how did you figure out your ikigai? Your how you you know, you came up with your purpose. And I'm like, oh, I, you know, I lived it. So I had to go back and kind of think through how I figured out those, how to make those experiences accessible for others. So the workbook is my way of sharing the process by getting you to do what I did, which is think about the things that you've lived and come up with the things that are common that make you go, I really love this. And then from there, we can create that, that, you know, we can codify this, the sparkle, Mm -hmm. the ikigai, the reason why we wake up every day. And it was fun writing it because I had to kind of pull out of my brain all these things that I was thinking when I was working on the book the first time. So I went back to 2014 and I was thinking it out. And then I was like, now, how do I turn that into a question that people can write down? So this workbook, um, unlike the Internet era, I'm working on building a a bevy of properties Mm -hmm. that allow people to slow down. Well, actually, speaking from my own background in training, I will say that it is very good to do workbooks because uh, writing actually reinforces things in your brain. It causes you to focus on things. And this is something I learned like, I don't know, 20 years ago when I was working with kids in New York City that um, when kids would write things, it would force them to slow down and think things through. And I'm sure the same applies for adults. I think workbooks are underrated. They're very helpful. And they're also nice because you don't have to plug it in and recharge it. 
You just it's just there. Amen to that. This this is why, you know, like I said, I'm working on lots of properties that force people to slow down. If you were to mm-hmm. take my course, um, it's the same thing. I ask people to watch a little online, take some time to think, and then take some more time to write. So I'm not going to do this, learn it today, and you're a professional tomorrow. My goal uh, is to get people to calm down, mm-hmm. be reflective, take the time, and people will be, I'm too busy. I'm like, no. You're too busy. If you're so busy, then you should want to do it once right. You just made me think of that song, and I can't think who did it, but it goes like, it's like, slow down. I just want to get to know you. Uh, uh, I don't know, but it was an R&B song, but I can't think I'll, of I'll who it is. I'll take it, but, okay, but yes, yeah. the, 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 <laughs> the goal is to, just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get people more comfortable with the thought that even in the internet era, there is a place mm-hmm. for introspection. Yes. For reflection and for thoughtful articulation of their innermost feelings. Like it's all squishy, but it's all based in some pretty hard science like you were talking about. Nothing more than feelings. I just like to be your background music when you talk. It's okay. I'm done now. That's all I can. If I can figure out how to get you in the audio book, sis, I will. Ooh, okay. I don't know how, but, but you know, I have quotes from different songs. So it might be that instead of me paying royalties, I'll just Mm -hmm. uh, have you do that a quick snippet. (laughs) Ooh, that'd be cool. Or, you know, and if you need any like interlude music, you know, the guest we had on last week, Lawrence White, he can write a little bit of interlude music. Lawrence V. White, the one and only amazing, write a little bit of interlude music and I'll just like hum over it. Like, "Mm, start with a sparkle. Ooh, you are giving me all kind of, all kind of creative thoughts, man. <laughs> my my innovator's brain just went to an, another gear. Thank you, Alika. You're, you're welcome. You're that's why I like my sister, ladies and gentlemen why? of our esteemed audience. Yes, this is a genuine relationship between a brother and sister who actually like one another. We we, we don't fight. We don't have we don't. beef. We don't. We don't. We, no, we don't. I don't have beef because I'm a vegetarian. I know you have beef. Oh, you mean beef between us? That was a bad. I had joke. oxtails okay, so tonight. Yes, I do. I, yes, I do you beef. Did oh, oh man. Wait, is oh, oxtail man. from a cow? That's right. Oh, that so is oxtail's right. Oxtails beef. Okay. Yes. Oh man, and they were, they were delicioso. So how do you prepare oxtail? I'm actually curious. You, so you usually yeah. stew them, right? Okay. So depending on what. Uh, culture you're from, Jamaica, uh-huh. um, Zimbabwe, uh, America, everybody's got a slightly different recipe, but the bottom line is you got to stew it at some point because it's a good it's a good cut of meat that gives a lot of flavor to a broth or a stew. So uh-huh. you want to you want to cook it for a few hours. Like some people will fry it and sort okay. of render the fat on it first and then they'll stew it. Other okay. people will broil it and then stew it. And some people will slow cook it and put it like in a crock pot all day. There's a ton of different ways. But at the end of the day, it's going to be a nice, hearty, brothy, you know, no thick, rich stew. Uh, some people put like butter beans. If you're from the Jamaican tradition, you'll put butter beans in it. Other people mm-hmm. put mushroom, you know, to get all that stew. Some people put carrots and other stuff. And I mean, it's all these different ways. But the bottom line is a hearty stew that just and then you just suck on a bone and you're just sucking on that bone. And you're just like, wait, in heaven. Is it really the tail of an ox? It really is the tail of the cow and ox. Yes. 
Okay, so this is what I'm going to do for all y'all out there since, you know, I'm pretty much a lifelong vegetarian. I'm going to take some tofu. I'm going to get a rolling pin. I'm going to roll it out into the shape of a tail. And I'm going to fry it in a frying pan. And I'm going to put some vegetable broth and some olive oil in there. And I'll add the carrots he mentioned. And then I'm going to sit down with my brother. And I'm going to, like, slice that tofu tail into some bite-sized pieces. And Uh it'll be on. Uh Uh-huh. Booyah. I've never even considered such a I won't say travesty I won't say concoction (laughs) I I won't say Frankenstein I'll say I'll say alternative that's the word I'm looking for I would never have thought of such an alternative Hold on, though, because my Rasta peeps in Jamaica or the, the there's actually quite a, a community here of where I've got some really good in New England vegetarian Jamaican yes. food. Absolutely. It is slamming. And what I want to know is because I know there's some Jamaicans that listen to our Jamaican Americans that listen to our podcast. Is there such thing as a tofu oxtail? There probably isn't. But I bet somebody around here in New England could throw down on that for real. If those spices mm. email please please <laughs> capital p please email us at alikahope at gmail.com if you have a non-meat alternative to oxtails please yes. alikahope a-l-i-k-a-h-o-p-e at gmail.com alikahope at gmail.com because I gotta, I gotta eat your food or yes. make this recipe, please. We will, co- we will circle back if we I get one. We say, will circle back. Yes. And if you are anywhere between mm, Portland, Maine, and New York City, I will come to your restaurant and try them. I will. I will. Come I am to your so. Restaurant. I am so. I might even. I might even come up to join you. I wish you would. That's what it. I'm would hoping. be. It would be yeah. joyful to get a. A tofu or vegetarian alternative to oxtail. I mean, that's like saying, if anybody has powdered water, please, (laughs) please, please let us know. I mean, it would be the same thing. (laughs) Powdered water, all you got to do is add water. Never mind. So, y'all, we're going to take a break right now, and we'll be right back to talk about today's topic, which is the Mandela effect and how it changes us. We'll be right back. (laughs) Interlude music by Lawrence V. White. So we're back. And off the air a couple months ago, uh, Jamie and Emil were talking in geek speak as they often do. And somehow they were talking about, y'all know, like Star Wars or Star Trek or Star something or other. And they started talking about the Mandela effect. And I was like, that would make a good episode. So here we are. We're going to talk about it. What do you think, Emil? So so first of all, Alika, yes, (laughs) we're going to talk about it. And if we can, if Jamie and I can get you to just commit to one or the mm-hmm. other, we'll be happy. Okay. Well, so, I do like Star Trek better. Wouldn't it, Hands just down. commit to the so because you know if you say Star Trek or Star Wars, one or the other, that it's like you're saying you know it, it's food or poison. We're not sure which. Like I know that's I do it on purpose. I know, and it hurts. It hurts. I, I mean, right here, like you can't see, but right here, like <laughs> right, like right between the ribs. 
like just behind the right behind the the, the glands where you know you, you bite a lemon and it makes you makes your face all pucker up like right yeah. there like yeah it's it's that do you feel we that like pain you too, jamie jamie do, does it hurt you too yes it oh. does it hurts tremendously oh, but man. i can get over it <laughs> <laughs> I, I it doesn't it doesn't end it doesn't end me but i wish it were different but that's okay <laughs> okay well, we'll we, we can keep moving we can keep moving on okay or i could just add in what was that close encounter to the third kind that's another one i'm always confusing so oh yeah that was just random mm-hmm. but yeah mm-hmm. what what email there's there's nothing wrong with close encounters of the third kind but it is neither star trek nor star wars <laughs> but didn't it come see, out now in the 80s too no nope, it came out oh. in the i mean the 70s late 70s yes right. and that's what i mean yeah you you actually just lumped it into the sci-fi category, isn't it sci-fi? It, it is sci-fi, is science fiction. But there Good. are, th- there there are three different types of science fiction. <laughs> oh no, for reals? Yes. Okay, well, since the Mandela effect is a little science fictiony, go ahead and tell me what the three types of science fiction. I don't even know what are they. Science fantasy. Okay. Science fiction. Yeah. And science escapism. Whoa. Right. Wait, so, what's science escapism, y'all? Science escapism, to me at least, because okay. I, I, think, I think I just coined that term. Um, <laughs> science escapism <laughs> is the fantasy that UFOs will come down, and that's not really leaning on the science to tell the story. The, 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 okay. the, the, the beauty, and I won't talk about this too long, the beauty okay, of Close ahead. Encounters is that the science is not explained. Which is also part of the beauty behind Star Wars, but um, right, but right, Close Encounters itself is an event that yeah. happens to humans of this fantastical thing that is happening, and they can't explain it. Star Trek has explanations, right, for its science, and it is really allegory, you know, for human existence. But it really, and Star Wars is complete fantasy; like it doesn't right. even go into. Oh, this is a a fantastical world we've never seen before. You know, we're not visiting strange new worlds. This is the world as it exists, or worlds as they exist. So, so the science fantasy often is called the space opera. Yes, when it's epic and it's set in another mm-hmm. place altogether, right. and it has its own sort of uh, um, world built world building. Yes. Right. It's just it's completely not about. You know, it's mm-hmm. not revolving around humanity as we know it today or any mm-hmm. version of humanity as we know it today. Right. Whereas um, science fiction, right, that would yep. be like your Star Trek. It's based around us. We, Wait, no, and, no, no. But, and they're but going. Just said, he, I thought science fiction was the meta thing and the other things were underneath science fiction. Didn't Jamie say no, there's three I, types of science there's fiction? There's three types, oh, but one's not underneath the other. Okay. Um, science fantasy. Yeah. which is the world building, the, the fantastical, but people in that world know that world exists. Right. Science fiction is really about the science-based storytelling. Isaac Asimov, Isaac Robert Asimov. Heinlein, um, right, the classics, Ray Octavia Bradbury, Butler, Ray Bradbury. Ray Bradbury, like mm-hmm. that kind of book that starts on earth and then it takes you to the future or yes. takes you sideways in time oh or something like Would that 1984 yes. count because that's one of my favorite books 1984 is dystopian not science Fine. fiction Doesn't Fine, whatever Doesn't i tried count. i tried y'all <laughs> i do count. like i do like dystopian it's, stuff a lot yeah. it's, 
there's another genre that yeah. 1984 comes in called speculative fiction. Yes. Okay. And that's like mm-hmm. sort of like answering the questions of what if. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I like that. But it's not science fiction. Darn it. Okay. Th- that yeah. is yeah. not science fiction. So that anyway, is speculative um, fiction. So it, <laughs> they, they all are very blurry. Yeah. Right, the genres were created by the uh, publishers to sell more books, so it's Sounds. all f- you know certain types of fiction. Uh, right. There's historical fiction, there's science fiction, then there's just plain old fiction, like just a made-up story, right? And so the setting mm-hmm. or the prompt for the story to um, unfold is where <clears throat> you get the type of fiction, right? The prompt is a murder. The prompt is a yes. A, a spacefaring, you know, uh, race. The prompt is time travel. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> right. So, so, okay. So you two, like what's interesting is, you know, that today's show is the, is the Mandela effect. And I was just thinking about when I'm, I'm kind of going back to the 1984, just cause I've read that, I just love that book. And I think it's partly mm-hmm. because so much of that stuff is kind of happening in today anyway. So it has been happening, but so, that's a whole, that's a good episode. Let's talk about 1984 versus 2021. Okay, y'all, hold on ooh, for that episode. It's coming. Ooh, yeah, I like that. Ooh, so, yes. Uh, <laughs> we, we may have to dig deep. We may have to dig deep for fun. that one. That might be, yeah, a, be a, that might be a two parter. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm excited, but we're all for excited real, about that. Hold on, y'all. We're going to come back to that. Uh, when I say y'all, I mean audience. But um, the Mandela effect, though, I'm thinking about how um, dystopian and like how collectively as a society right the mandela effect is when like a large group of people even maybe like an entire society or like even all of america right um believe that something occurred when it actually did not and yes. so it's very like kind of science fictiony in a way like mm-hmm. like some people say the mandela effect is it paranormal because really there's like alternate realities sure. and um you know i let me just say what it's named after and then i'd love to have one of you guys talk about it but um the theory was kind of named after the mandela effect um when a woman named fiona broom who was like a self-identified paranormal consultant she said she remembered that the south african president nelson mandela he died in the 1980s in prison but he lived until 2013 and what was interesting is a whole bunch of other people started saying oh yeah there was news coverage about his death and even a speech from his widow about his death in the 80s but it never happened. And so it's called the Mandela effect because it's kind of like, how is it that we as a, I mean, in that case, like a global culture, how is it that all these people distinctly remember there being all this stuff around his death in the eighties, but it didn't happen. It didn't happen. And people remember it because the human memory is really bad at remembering things. So it makes up a lot of stuff. You can go to all kinds of psychology, all kinds of neurology, all kinds Mm -hmm. of neuropsychology, and they'll tell you over and over again, the human brain is pliable. It's very good at remembering things as long as you don't ask for details. Because what happens is the brain reaches back into what it knows as the past, which may be a conflation of actual things that happen and mm-hmm. not happening. The imagination right. affects our, our memory. So we, we end up with these really cool, um, I guess they call them, what do they call them? Mashups on, you know, when you're, when you mix two genres together. So yeah. like um, Jiffy pop popcorn. Right. And Jiff peanut, peanut butter, butter mm-hmm. has become Jiffy peanut butter and mm-hmm. people swear up and down. It's Jiffy peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Or don't forget like, about Skippy. Jiff and Skippy combined. Jiff and Skippy, and it's Jiffy. Or um, 
the Monopoly man yeah. and Mr. Peanut get conf- get they they their memories get conflated. They com- and now Ooh. the Monopoly man has a monocle when he really doesn't. When he really doesn't, mm-hmm. and he doesn't have back, a monocle. I'm gonna blow your and Jamie's mind. When we come back with a couple because I've been doing some research on this that I found that I was like, "What?" There's three in particular I want to tell you guys about. As soon as we come back from the break, so we're gonna take a little break, and I want to read you these three and see if your minds are blown. We'll be ready. Back. <laughs> ready. <laughs> Interlude music by Lawrence V. White. All right, we're back. And I'm going to tell you a couple that I found. Are you guys ready? So here's one. You know that famous, what's that famous quote that Tom Hanks says in Forrest Gump? Life is like a box of chocolates. Yes, except for he actually says life was like a box of chocolates. If I remember, ahead, Google if, it. if I remember correctly, yeah. I think he said, I think actually, because I've, I've seen this movie like 15 million times. Yeah. Um, I think he actually said, mama always said that life was like a box of chocolates. Yes, yes that's as right. As are sitting on the park bench. Yes. And when you, when you ask people, just like I did with Emil, which was mm-hmm. me too, I always say life is like a box of chocolates, mm-hmm. but he actually says life was. Yes. Mm-hmm. Isn't that deep, man? That is deep. But again, that, 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 cool. that's the filling the gap and, yes. you know, just the, the recollective memory of society of shortening yes. things, you know, yes. making it easier to remember it. Like the one that actually started this conversation was the um, Empire Strikes Back, Star Wars, second movie. Yes. Um, where everyone quotes it as, Luke, I am your father, but he does not say that. He never he says He never Luke. says that. If you go back and watch the movie, it's, no, I am your father. Yep. Yep. Followed by a blood curdling. (laughs) No, no, that's not true. (laughs) That's not true. Mm -hmm. And then the magic hand and, and he falls to his doom. Um, Yes. Got a question for you. So speaking of that, speaking of um, Mandela effect with star Wars, what color is C3PO? Um, I only remember this from Han Solo gold as in goldenrod. Do you know, if you go back and watch A New Hope, that his right bottom leg is silver the entire movie? Get out. What? Another example of Mandela. Get effect. out. We make the assumption that he's gold the whole time. Go back and watch it. And tell I will, you know, now, now I'm looking for it. <laughs> now my brain is primed. His entire bottom leg from the knee Do down is silver. Is silver? It's silver. Okay, so I got, I got another one for you, but he's looking right now. So <laughs> let me know when you look and double check email because I got another one for you. All right. Oh, actually, I got First two of all, more here. Yeah, go, go ahead. right ahead. Okay, are you sure? I, I, did, did you look hit, it up? Hit me. Okay, but wait, wait, wait. Did you look it up? Does he have a silver leg? What's going on? No, I'm looking it up now. I'm Google. Oh, okay. I am furiously googling as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Jamie's got you on that one. Oh, it's okay. his right ankle from the kneecap or from where from his knee would knee be down, down to down. his ankle is silver. Wow. Only spot on him. And it's only in the first movie. It's only in the first movie it's like that, huh? Yep. Oh. Because the second movie, he gets blown to bits. So, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> in Empire Strikes Back, he gets blown to bits and he gets new parts. Oh, okay. Well, that's why. Yes. All right. Well, speaking of movies, oh, here's another one. Remember that famous saying? <clears throat> mirror, mirror on the wall. 
but it's not. It's magic mirror on mm-hmm. the wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I got one more for you. All right. I'm gonna sing. I'm gonna sing a song for you. <clears throat> it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Do you know that it's actually? It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. Uh-huh. It's not the. It's this. And I think even didn't the film they do on his life say the? So I just watched the yes. documentary about his life last night. Yeah. That oh one. yes. Is it called a beautiful day in the neighborhood? It, no, it's would, won't you be my neighbor is the name oh, of the documentary. Okay. All right. Okay. But he did. The, and I was, you know, I was singing the song with him because, you know, I grew up with him right. and um, I was like, it's this. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think, I didn't even think about it because I was just singing it with him. But when you said yes. the, I'm like, that's how you hear it all the time. But he, yes. but when I sing it with him, I say this, when I sing it with other people, I'll say, say the. Oh, Mm-hmm. Now that's really interesting. That's not Isn't only the that Mandela something? effect. That's like community. Like, like, mm, what is that? Like, energetically, everybody's doing the same thing. Like, mm, that's deep. Well, that really becomes much more of a cultural and a societal thing, almost like okay. a collective conscious shift. Where yeah. because we've heard it like that and we repeat it, it becomes part of our culture. Yes, you know, as have these other things. You know, the after effect of the Mandela effect really is that becomes what it is you know whether it be a falsehood whether it be people filling in gaps whether it be um risky business with tom cruise who never wore sunglasses during the famous scene but we all remember him with sunglasses i didn't know that yeah okay there's another one for you wow okay the movie poster had the movie poster had sunglasses but the famous scene where he does doesn't um, wear sunglasses he doesn't wear sunglasses sinbad was never in a movie as a as a wizard but people right. swore up and down he right. was Shazam the wizard mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he never was it was Shaq as Kazam that's right it, it's like the Mandela effect it happens yeah. so unconsciously as Jamie said within the collective conscious that we're not even we don't even know that we're repeating or remembering wrong information mm-hmm. and these are these are the things that as we sort of become more conscious of these kinds of things and you uh, you know for our fans who are listening um google mandela effect and you'll get tons of examples of things that are so common Mm -hmm. and it makes you wonder is my childhood tainted (laughs) (laughs) well here's childhood speaking of childhood we have a couple more minutes uh today uh you know those famous crackers cheese it's right yes yeah it's actually cheese it Mm. on the box it's cheese it not cheese it's and I was just mm-hmm. thinking, I think even with my kids, because my daughter loves Cheez-Its, I say Cheez-Its. Do you want some Cheez-Its? It's Cheez-It. Wow. Do you want some Cheez-It? <laughs> that, that just sounds weird. That just sounds weird. <laughs> and you know that Skechers doesn't have a T. The Skechers right. sneakers. <laughs> that was, I'm glad you laughed, because I was a nerd. Oh like, God. what do you mean Skechers doesn't have a T? That's like, hilarious. Like, that's yeah. really funny. I never thought I had a tea, but that's just funny. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you know. But again, um, but that's yeah. the, those are the things that happen. Um, right. Yes. And it and it does, you know, it does like make you think about like, well, how, how much of it, mm, I think there's a difference between, I only have a couple minutes, I'm opening a box of worms. So let me say this right. <laughs> uh, there's a difference between this whole Mandela effect and like people actually thinking that they're remembering something correctly and somebody outright lying. I think that's right. important yes. to point out. That's a huge you know? difference. Exactly. There's a huge, what, what we're talking about is this phenomenon where everybody remembers the same thing, but that thing really doesn't mm-hmm. exist. It's not yes. so much a 
intentional fabrication as it is right. a collective misremembering. Yes. And people will legitimately like, I'm sure people listening today, they're like, no, it's not, you know, magic mirror on the wall. And then they, they go to watch the movie. Right. Like, like, I oh. can't believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's because so I mean, that's because your brain really thinks it's the truth. Mm-hmm. So don't be too hard on yourself. If right. you're like, wait, exactly. nah, really? What? I've been lied to. It's again, just like collective, collective we're, misremembering consciousness. We're, yes. we're, re- we're really not here to ruin your childhood. So if you need to, <laughs> if you need it to be the versus this, if you need it mm-hmm. to be Jiffy's peanut butter, we're not going to judge you. We're not going to tell you that you're wrong. We're just going right. to say before you put money on the bar mm-hmm. and, and stake your next paycheck on whether or not this is true. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're not under the Mandela effect. Right. Ooh. Right. And having that awareness, I'm glad you said that, Emil. Having that awareness is ever so so much more important nowadays because of the nature of the internet. You know, everything yeah. from Will Smith died because he went, you know, kite surfing or parasailing or snowboarding <laughs> or whatever. Like every couple of years they say that about some celebrity. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman yeah. died in a snowboarding accident. No. And the next year it's Justin White. Bieber. And then it's Betty White. It's, it's really important White. for us to be able to check our Mandela effect and make sure that our information is true. Right. If, even if it's something as small as somebody's name and you just misremember it in your mind because of these other reasons, you know, because of um, yeah. your brain filling in gaps that can turn right. into larger things. And then, of course, the intentional lies that we've seen um, yes. that become fact to certain people because of the emotional connection, because they need to they need to correspond and to agree with what they feel. You know, it's well, really important to check, to check information and to make sure that you have it correct. And on that note, I'm going to ask you to a really important question. So um, what kind of tea is hard to swallow? Oh, um. Reality. All right. So speaking of Mandela effect and what is real is what is not, this ends another episode of Alika Hope and Change. And today I'm joined by two wonderful gentlemen. I am Change, a.k.a. Emil. And I'm Jamie and I'm the engineer. Take care, y'all. We'll see you. Well, we won't see you, but we'll talk to you next week. (laughs) (laughs) Bye now. (laughs) 